0: In the last installment of Jimmy fiction, Jimmy watched Cave of Forgotten Dreams and had an emotional response to it. Then daydreamed about transgressing certain boundaries with his neighbor Caroline Abergidry. And then they're watching The Man Who Fell to Earth together. And Jimmy is having an emotional response. He's sucked so completely into it that he ends up weeping. Actual tears, tears of recognition over Thomas Jerome Newton. The amount of weed that he and Caroline had been smoking didn't hurt his escalation to this point, but Jimmy's been quiet for a bit. Caroline glances over and can see in the light from the television a single tear trickling down his cheek. The light glints off of it. And as she watches, she can see him becoming gradually more and more verklempt. His expression is deepening, his eyes rimmed with pink, and then his breathing is audibly shaky, and she can see his body rising and falling with each inhalation, exhalation. Then his shoulders start lightly shaking, and suddenly he's trembling then heaving. And then the sound breaks out. (sighs) Then the levee breaks altogether and he's sobbing. (sighs) He puts his head in his hands. Caroline gets up out of her chair and comes to sit an arm's length away from him on the sofa. She puts her hand on his shoulder for comfort gently rubs it. He accepts her touch and doesn't shrug it off or react poorly, but he also doesn't immediately open up to welcome it. Jimmy. Jimmy. James. (laughs) I'm sorry. For what? being moved by art having human feelings (laughs) (laughs) it's okay it's okay to cry you can cry in front of me she pulls him to guide him towards her if he wants to and after a moment of hesitation he does he just turns over and plants his face into her shoulder It's the scene where Thomas Jerome Newton is in his extraterrestrial form trying to have sex with his girlfriend who is absolutely, completely full-on terrified, running from him screaming. She pees herself and Jimmy's just in it. Caroline doesn't know that it's as spot on to what's actually been going on in Jimmy's mind, but that doesn't really matter to her because she just sees him suffering. So she holds him, gently and platonically, strokes his hair lightly. (laughs) They come to some kind of mutual conclusion where her hand reaches for a sofa pillow, and then his hand reaches to help her to pull it onto her lap, and then he face plants into that. He slowly tucks the throw blanket around himself better. He's pulled it up to his chin. So he's completely within it like a cocoon, except for his face sticking out. You want we should turn off the movie? (gasps) No. Keep it on. I need something to look at. Okay. He stills a little bit. He's calmed down or cried himself to the point that he doesn't feel like crying anymore. Caroline rests one hand on the crown of his head and the other on his shoulder. And he starts to breathe like maybe he's fallen asleep. And regardless, comforting him is comforting her too. And she starts to drift off a bit herself. She's seen the movie a 100,000 times. She's practically got it memorized, so she isn't trying to stay awake for that. Then both are sleeping. They both drift off. And sometime later, at some hour of the night, they're both reawakened by the sudden onset of rain. It happens just as it happened in the television program, just the skies opening and then The thunder of water on the roof and on the ground outside and it builds in intensity from 0 to 100. Because that's how rain frequently happens in southern Louisiana. Suddenly and with great force, producing a tremendous amount of noise. Jimmy immediately rockets from sleep to full awakeness and is shocked to find himself... Both where he is, as in not in prison, and on a woman's lap. Both of them fully clothed. That might even add a bit to the surprise of the situation for him. Has this ever happened for me before? But she's awakening as well and looking at him. So they kind of adjust together and they arrive at the same time. Like, oh, it's you. Okay. Nothing to see here. This is normal. There's a dim light coming off the television. The movie has ended. It's just the lit screen displaying nothing. So Caroline watches Jimmy laying there listening to the rain. She can practically see a thought forming in his mind. He's fairly easy to read. <laughs> There's a lot of respect. But, of course, she can't presume to know what the thought actually is, and that has her drawn in, maybe more than casually, to what he's going to say. And maybe to her mild surprise, the first thing he expresses is concern for her well-being as his guest. I trapped you. No, Jimmy, it's okay. I'm here of my own volition. All right, well, you probably got to get up or something, though. No, it's all right. Take your time. He pulls himself together enough to roll over a bit and let her get up. Well, yeah, okay. That drink hit the bottom. I'll be right back. So she does get up. She goes to find the downstairs washroom. Use that. Come back. She smiles at him encouragingly when she rejoins him and he can hear her in his mind saying something she'd said earlier when he'd served her the drink, he'd gotten her something to eat, they were packing a bong. <laughs> Jimmy, you sure know how to treat a girl. But he also knows what he knows. He knows what he'd been thinking about and the things that live in his mind, so... It kinda hurts him at the same time. He makes a light grimace, but then he tries to turn that into a smile in return. You know, now this is starting, so you're kinda trapped here, but you you probably have to have to get going. No, it's alright, Jimmy, I mean at some point I gotta go get my cat fed, but he ain't gonna starve. <sighs> yeah, okay, alright, yeah. I mean yeah, and you're certainly welcome to hang out here as long as you like. I mean, I just uh, I just don't want to, you know, kidnap you, keep you against your will. No, no, not at all. She sits down next to him again on the sofa. I'm still here of my own volition, and, and if that changes, you're going to be the second one to find out, right? You know, I'm screaming and putting up a fight, so it would be pretty easy to tell. <sighs> okay. I was not going to come to that. He looks at her complete, total transparency of intention. She has no reason not to believe him. She gently touches his shoulder again. You all right? It felt like you come back real quick from somewhere else yeah I guess I guess a little bit can I get you anything no 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 no. Oh, I, I didn't mean to overstep I mean this is your house well, no 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 that, that's not it I, I don't need anything I'm just no I don't need anything that you can get up and go get me okay I do really appreciate your company and I gotta get over it eventually but and the nighttime is still uh, you know it's, uh, the hardest time for me, so you know if um if you weren't here right now, I'd be by myself and and it wouldn't be nearly such a good time, you know <gasps> yeah, I know it gets lonely sometimes, huh, in those dark hours when it feels like you're the only person on earth. <sighs> I mean, now that I'm not just surrounded on all sides by, you know, the dregs of humanity. Yeah, sometimes it does feel like, like that, like, like I went from everything to nothing, and and really it was the other way around. But I don't know. I mean, knowing something and feeling it, I guess, are different things. Yes. Exactly, I would agree with that. I think that's a a pretty good statement of truth. You know, I used to really like listening to the rain, and uh, uh, not so much. Yeah. Caroline puts the pillow back on her lap, rests her hand on it, and Jimmy takes the implicit invitation, folds himself back up a bit, and lays his head back down on the pillow. It's different now that I, uh... that I've been on the inside. Because the prison got a tin roof. Yeah, Yeah, actually it does, and... it's so loud. I mean, the people allowed to begin with like i said just surrounded on all sides by all these people all the fucking time right and there's always somebody making some kind of noise even when it's in the quiet hours like somebody laughing somebody screaming somebody's crying somebody's doing some all the goddamn time right and then it's almost worse in those small hours where you wake up and you hear nothing and um you know, I get to thinking like fuck What am I gonna hear next? And when? And then you're alone in it, you just waiting for it and uh He shakes his head, nozzles his cheek harder into the pillow. Caroline rests her hand on his shoulder again. When it's a rain, you know? the sky busting open. It's enough to scare the shit out of you anyway. I can't even describe it. You know, however loud it is. All the time. And then there's that. It's so much louder. It's like war breaking out or something. Just thundering down, like, on the roof. And on the pavement outside in the yard and on the fence and, like... On the wire, and it just sounds like fucked up bells ringing inside my head. I don't do anything to go back to the silence. Yeah, sorry, that's pretty dark. No, it's okay. It's honest. One time I had this conversation with this guy in there, in the machine shop, during a storm like this, and, um... Somebody told me I died that day, and everything since then has just been some kind of dream. I don't know. I could believe it. Caroline gently rubs his arm. Wow. If it's a dream, then I'm in it. It. And I, I hope not, because I hate to think that you're trapped in it with me. No, I don't feel trapped at all. I mean, if you done something bad, I guess I did too. Nah, I don't believe that. He rolls over a little bit so he can look up at her. I mean. I gotta say that, you know, part of me make a crack like, yeah, any excuse to put my head in a girl's lap, (laughs) but, uh, it's not even like that, just, I really enjoy waking up around somebody that isn't a violent criminal. Both of you to assume, Jimmy. <laughs> no, no. I know you're making a joke. You're really funny, all right? real cute, but don't say that type of shit about yourself to me. Because I can tell. I know what I'm talking about, and you're not. Caroline pets his hair again, looks at him sadly. Well, I never ask you, where are you from? I mean, here, right? Yeah, I, I'm from out in the bio country. Yeah, so you know about the quiet and you know about rain. Yeah, I do. And I know a couple of things about violent criminals, too. <laughs> That's unfortunate. A little bit, yeah, but make do. It's all right now. I'm never surrounded by Waking up near violent criminals myself, so. Jimmy looks at her in a very pointed manner. And she looks back at him like... I said what I said. (sighs) Well. Talk about giving somebody the benefit of the doubt. I, um... Well... I don't get the sense you're going to do something to me. Else I won't be sitting here. Alright, yeah, I mean... Self-preservation instincts, that's a good thing. So, you know, if you're planning something... Keep up the good work, I guess. Keeping it hid. <laughs> Fuck. Nah. I ain't got any... Plans of that sort. Yeah, I don't really have any plans at all. It's okay. You don't gotta have it all figured out right now, or ever. No, I guess not, but it will help. She gives him another encouraging look. He tries to offer back a smile. You know what? I found myself waking up. Times in the middle of the night too. I got to smoke some weed to get back to sleep, and you know I find myself looking for somebody to talk to. Either that, or sitting alone with my thoughts, which is what I usually do. Right. Well, guess I'm glad I can uh, give you something else to think about. Yeah. Yeah, you sure do. Okay. As long as we're both getting something out of this. And what we'll gets you up in the middle of the night? Oh, I mean, my life's stuff weighing on you. And honestly, my back hurts. Honestly, your back hurts. Are you alright right now? Oh, yeah, it's it's fine. Okay. I mean, it happens whether I'll sleep on the floor or where I sleep on a, on a nice mattress. So I'm doing just fine. Okay. All right, because I can get you a pillow or something, you whatever I can do to make you more comfortable. Because you got me feeling pretty comfortable. Good. She very gently stroked his arm with her fingertips. There are a couple layers of clothing between her fingertips and his skin, but he still feels it. He feels it on an emotional level, too. I mean it when I say, glad I can do something for you.